0: Hello, hello, hello friends. Welcome to The Cerulean Hour with Sloane Dakota. My name is Sloane and that is basically all you know about me, which is what we're going to just jump right into with this first episode. I just want to introduce myself a little bit, talk about my journey in creative professionalism till now, and then also let you in on why it's called The Cerulean Hour in the first place. So, Let's just jump right in and talk about that. If any of you are familiar with the absolutely iconic film known as The Devil Wears Prada, there is a scene performed by Meryl Streep where she is absolutely trashing Anne Hathaway for just calling something blue and she says something along the lines of like that's not blue it's not teal it's not lapis but it's actually cerulean and cerulean is actually a very beautiful color it's this very deep um blue kind of mimicking like the night sky or an ocean or something like that and Blue hour is actually my favorite time of day to take photographs because I am a photographer, which we will get into in just a second. But as a photographer, my favorite time of day to take portraits and really express my creativity is during blue hour. And so I didn't want to just call it the Blue Hour Podcast. So we decided to make it a little bit fancy. So that is why it is called the Cerulean Hour. So thank you very much to Miranda Priestley, aka Meryl Streep for that iconic line. Um so yeah, back to a little bit about me. My name is Sloane. I am 25 years old and I'm originally from Washington, DC, but Over the past three years, I have been living in the Hudson Valley of New York, not to be confused with upstate New York, Um, and I mentioned that this podcast is going to be about women and creative professionalism, so obviously I am a member of that community. I am a photographer. I have been in business for about six years and I started doing uh, weddings at first, but now I am making the shift to branding photography full-time and weddings are going from full-time to part-time. So kind of a crazy transition. I'll get into it maybe in another episode, but um, basically after years of working 30 or more weddings a year, I decided it was time to make a change, so I guess thanks to the pandemic for that, kind of morbid, but it is what it is. But um, I have found that a lot of creative professionals find their path either from teaching themselves or having someone teach them, and honestly, I'm just not disciplined enough to teach myself, and I think that's perfectly okay, so... I got a four-year art degree in Washington DC I went to the George Washington University Corcoran School of Art and Design formerly known as the Corcoran College of Art and Design and I really think I might just make a whole other episode about my experience in art school because there is a lot I could touch on in regards to that entire four-year experience how art school impacted my um professional trajectory. It was just a very very unique time for me and I think I'm going to save it for another episode. So how did I get into the arts? All that stuff. Um, Basically I was very privileged in my upbringing and I was fortunate enough to have a family that while they didn't participate in the arts they supported them and my father, if you're listening, hi dad, my father actually pushed me to pursue photography so I will always have him and my mom to thank for helping me uh, come up with the idea of pursuing photography and really just giving me that nudge and that support because I know that a lot of creatives have a hard time with their families um, dealing with you know the stigma of Starving artists, not being able to make enough, uh, doing photography, that's just a hobby, or any art in general. That's just a hobby, uh, things like that. So I'm really glad that my parents worked against that stigma and that kind of led me to where I am today. So, but going back a little bit to before, you know, my parents, you know, gave me this motivation, when I was in high school, all I wanted to do was travel. That was basically all I cared about I have been able to travel a lot for my age so when I was 17 that was all I wanted to keep doing I didn't really care about college um and I had three part-time jobs just because I was bored and felt like making money um so I thought that I would just coast along doing my barista job and my nannying job and I didn't really need to do what I loved for work that's what I told myself when I was younger obviously I was an idiot I was 17 um so I really wasn't thinking very clearly that's you know I'm still not thinking very clearly at 25 but it's getting a little bit better but um what I wanted to do was take a gap year and instead of doing that I went to Corcoran and I kept working through my time at Corcoran and all I knew that it all okay Instead of taking a gap year like I wanted to do when I graduated high school, I went to Corcoran instead, and I kept working. I kept on working part-time jobs, but I actually worked in my field a little bit more. I worked with photography because all I knew was that if I was going to get a degree, I was going to walk away with a job that used that degree. I also didn't want to fall into the stigma that Um, having an art degree is absolutely useless, there's no money you can make off of it, etc, etc. I basically just try my best in life to break as many stigmas as possible, I try to avoid cliches and stereotypes and all those things. I think that's what they call a hipster, I'm not 100% sure. let me know your opinion on that. Um, but but yeah, the more I share of my story, the more that you'll learn that I like to finish what I start. So I started college halfway through. I didn't really want to finish it, but I finished it anyway. Um, wanted to get a job with my degree, finish that. Um, and yeah, so as soon as I got to college, got my hands dirty shadowing with different photographers in the city. Uh, just watching them work, just watching them uh, do what they were doing. I didn't really have a preference of where I wanted to go yet. Um, I didn't really find weddings to be that wasn't really like my pipe dream or anything like that. It wasn't um, this big huge inspiration. Um, It sort of fell into my lap a little bit later but I worked with um, social media photographers. I worked with art galleries. I worked with headshot photographers and editorial photographers and I worked with a wedding photographer and that is how wedding photography found me. I was a lighting assistant for a wedding photographer for two summers and at the end of it I took a couple of photos at work Um, in my off time. I took a couple of portraits when I could sneak them in and um, the rest is kind of history. That's sort of a cliche, but it's really true. It's kind of the last thing that I did wasn't really expecting to build a website, build a social media around it, um, come up with a whole sales plan, stuff like that. I never thought that fast forwarding six years I would end up where I am today, where I put so much uh, time and effort into it, but I'm really glad that I did because it is allowed me to have a lot of very enriching experiences um, working all types of weddings with all types of people just learning more about people and their stories which has always been my overall goal when it comes to photography in general. I just love working with people and I love learning about their stories, their origins, why they love what they love, why they hate what they hate, things like that. Um, Really just getting to the heart of the matter and one of the ways that I find is simple enough to express that interest in people is through photography. So, you know, after a couple hundred weddings, the pandemic hit and I decided I needed to cut. So after a couple of hundred weddings, so after a couple hundred weddings, the ever-elusive global pandemic hit, and I decided I needed a change. I think that if you walked away from COVID hitting and lockdown starting and all of that stuff without a, uh, come-to-Jesus moment, without a, you know, without a aha moment, I think that maybe you were sleeping a little bit too much. Um... And yeah, so I basically took stock of my uh, career and my work-life balance, uh, whatever you want to call it, and I started my journey to branding photography full-time. So that story is really still being written, so I will hopefully update y'all as it goes, but right now that is where we're at. I am in the middle of a big shift, a big transition that I definitely want to play into a few episodes, but... um that basically brings us to present day. And like I mentioned in the little teaser from um the first episode, my story is my own and I am so glad that it has brought me to this point and it's brought me to this platform and I am able to now share with you all through not just my photographs which I've been doing for the past six or seven years but now I'm able to share through my voice and through my stories and I am very excited to um, have you all here and I want to end every episode by sharing one of my favorite female inspirations of present day so that's pretty much going to be anything in life um whether it be a podcast a ted talk uh, an instagram account a TikTok account um somebody in my life that's inspiring me in some form of my life so today's feature goes to emma lovewell Emma is a Peloton instructor that I actually started taking her classes at the beginning of lockdown and her some of the things that she says in her uh, on her rides and things like that just really get me in the feels and she is such an inspiration. She shares personal stories in the middle of her rides that really just Hit my emotions and motivate me to do better. She has done uh, rides dedicated to Women's History Month, Women of Rock, Women of the 80s, things like that. And I absolutely love her. I think that her playlists are great. I think that she's great as a person. I don't know her personally, but um, you can just tell that she has a genuineness about her. And, you know, she's building this little empire from herself through the pellet for herself through the peloton app so if you are a peloton rider and you haven't checked out emma lovewell yet i would recommend it but stay tuned for next week's episode where we are going to talk about all uh, mm, mm, mm. but that about wraps up the first inaugural episode of the cerulean hour thank you so much for listening and stay tuned for next week where we're going to talk all about second jobs and why you shouldn't feel ashamed if you have to get one as a creative pro. All right, you guys, until then, I'll see you soon.